everybody, and welcome to another edition of Run for President Forced Run, a uh, election 2016 thing. Yeah, I know, right? I'm, I'm, I still love that. I'm, I'm still a fan of that title. It's, it's kind of grown on me. Yeah. Been, I, I gotta, I gotta change the title of the other show that I do, but you know, that's, that's for another time. For another time. Yeah. Okay, uh, in this week's installment, we're going to be talking about the... Uh, First in the South Democratic Forum that was hosted by uh, MSNBC, yeah, um, by Rachel Maddow, and we're going to update some uh, some of the Republican candidates. So first off, yep. I'll bring up the polls. Yeah, you you go ahead and do that. I don't think there were many <laughs> poll updates for uh, post forum, so no, I don't believe so. Not yet. Uh, so. For those of you who were uninitiated to this, um, the forum. Which was uh, the forum which took place last? What was it? Wednesday, Thursday? It, yes, yeah, it took like place. That. Actually, yeah, it was recent. Yeah, very, yeah. Uh, very recent. Very recent. Uh, no, actually, it was Friday. Um, the reason it uh, took place instead of a uh, formal debate was because the uh, Democratic National Committee has limited the uh, candidates to six debates. Uh, before any voting takes place to see who will take the candidate position. As such, uh, some news outlets as well as some independent outlets have called for uh, ways to skirt around that. So therefore we have uh, these semi-interviews which took which maybe took less than 40 minutes per candidate. So they're not all on stage together talking about the same issues. Rather, it's just an interview. It's not nearly as... It's not nearly as yeah, bloody no, it's it, a fight up it's there. not as it's... intensive. And for those that did watch the forum, uh, there were some there were some topics of discussion. Uh, certainly, um, I, I would I would say that they uh, at least courted some of the issues facing the candidates right now, at least in their campaigns. But there was also some lighthearted questions. Um, Rachel Maddow had them pick envelopes with. Uh, light discussion questions like uh what do you think your major weaknesses in your campaign uh who would you pick as your running mate just you know, fluff fluff really things to kind of highlight the fact that these are, are are people or at least they want want us to believe that um you know, we we had a, we had some hard-hitting questions but I, I think i think of all the benefits that came to these candidates it was kind of showing that they are still begrudgingly human <laughs> begrudgingly um, <laughs> well, in Hillary Clinton's case, that might not that might not be it. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it was it was uh, you know, it was relatively tame. Yeah, um, no, it wasn't it it I, wasn't I mean, it wasn't like the Republican uh, Republican debates at all, which works in their no. favor, ridiculously so. Indeed, it's so. speaking of which, there's uh, one coming up this week, um, November tenth. I think that's right. Yep. That feels right. I hope it's right because I think I think that's the day I have marked on my calendar at work. So if that's that's wrong, <laughs> then I'm wrong. And uh, yeah, it, that's that's gonna be. You know, yeah, we know what we're gonna be talking uh, about next week. They're doing. Yeah, they're they're doing eight candidates. I think it's said on the main stage. Or something well, let's like that. let's get to that after we talk about the major. Yeah, thing. we'll get that. All right. So first right. off, they interviewed the three candidates running for president. As we know, Lincoln Chafee has dropped out, Jim Webb has dropped out, and Lessing, uh, for... Lessing never really... Lessing, they don't want Lessing, they couldn't have (laughs) broken... He couldn't have broke ground with all the restrictions, so he officially has, uh, stopped his campaign. 
which was upsetting. Indeed. But that, at least that, I think that's for the best. It's, it's easier to choose between three candidates, you know. Yeah, I mean that that's that's math, first of all, and <laughs> it's uh, it's. I mean, to have a candidate enter this late in the game. It's not unheard of, but it would have been well. It would have been. It would have been. It, it would have been what people expected of Joe Biden. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And there's a reason he didn't jump in. I mean, he had he had his own reasons. I'm sure he but... did. He did. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like uh, I feel like voters are already more familiar with two major candidates in our political party system. So O'Malley being the third option, I, I think that does him some good. Especially since it's less competition, but he's still trailing. He's still in single digits. Yeah, he's he's got some some ground to make up. Certainly, he's he's. He, I mean, he he did a fairly good job at humanizing himself and showing that you know he does know what he's talking about. And I think the forum was really a place for him to shine. I mean, during during the the last Democratic debate, we saw him you know staring like he won the staring <laughs> contest. You know, he he was staring down Clinton the entire time. You know, squinty eyed and. He he just like he he appeared like he knew what he was doing, but he pe- appeared most menacing, almost like he was out to take take everyone else down. And this one, he he kind of came off as more of a, a person. Well, the thing, of it, the thing of it is, uh, out of all the candidates, out of all three candidates, he seems the most presidential and like a politician, which is good and bad. He certainly has the experience being uh, governor of Maryland, was it? I yeah, so. so he he certainly has the record to back him up, at least with governing uh, a set of people, not simply representing them. However, however, and I watched this personally with my uh, roommate from college and my fiance, and we could not, we couldn't focus on him. We couldn't focus on O'Malley. He wasn't giving enough spark. You know what I mean? He certainly yeah. hasn't proved that yeah. he is uh, much different than politicians that have been running before. Which, yeah. if we want more of the he, same, we would vote for him. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, he he has the the presidential stature. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at a picture right now from NPR of you know Hillary, Bernie, and <clears throat> Martin, and Martin Malley. He 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 has you know the m- most well fitting suit first of all, um, the most appropriate. So he, you know, he has the hairdo to fit. He's the most classic um, politician that they have right, on right. stage. And it, it's it, he's kind of in between the two extremes. You have you know Hillary, who's arguably a little more right and at least uh, more established. And you have Bernie, who's kind of supposed to be the the uh, left wing. Yeah, he's uh, he's the underdog in this. So yeah, and and Martin doesn't really have too much left to carve out. He doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, I think people have already established this race between uh, Clinton and Sanders. And O'Malley, well, the, uh, Rachel Maddow actually uh, touched upon this. He asked, uh, she asked, uh, in, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't one of the uh, lighter questions. It was actually uh, one of the main ones. If the fact that he is trailing behind so much, uh, does he feel as though he can make up for lost time and cover much ground? And he gave a response that didn't inspire too much hope. But it certainly made him seem like he thinks he knows what he's doing. He uh, speculated on the fact that he had like 3% of the vote when he was running for governor. And then in the 90 days before the vote, he was able to uh, win the majority. So I don't know if he has a trick up his sleeve 
for the presidential election because if it's more if it's what would, we've been seeing so far, I'm not going to be impressed. I mean, I would love to see that. I, I think. I mean, knowing what, for example, what Santorum did in 2012, where he was, you know, not exactly a front runner going into with Iowa, the Iowa caucuses, and he came out tied. I mean, that, that was kind of like his big thing, and he fizzled out he anyway. Um, but you know, there is kind of a point to the fact that. Uh, that there's a lot of time between here and and the start of the primaries, and all it takes is a scandal to take Hillary and Bernie, you know, by surprise, and, and suddenly here's, you know, Mr. O'Malley, standing tall, saying, "Hey, I'm fine, I'm stable, I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to go in with a crutch to the to the national." Election. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I think O'Malley uh, strikes me as the candidate that's going to be in this to the end. Um. I don't think the Democratic National Committee is going to have the heart to, like, say, look, you gotta stop. <laughs> you, you just cut it out. You're taking away votes from uh, the other two. Yeah, I think I think it benefits the, the DNC um, to have that there, to have choice. Because, to, 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 I mean, there was, there was talk um, before Sanders entered the race of how the DNC is going to shove Hillary Clinton down voters' throats type thing. And I think they may not want to come off that way. And giving you know as ma- as many choices as are reasonably feasible, which three is three is about right. Um, it, it it does them well as well. It does, but I think if anything, the media loves a uh, two horse race. They want to see two candidates battling neck and neck. And uh, at this current stage, I don't think people are going to care about O'Malley as far as the news is concerned. Um, he, he's not. He's that's true. The I mean, thing of it is uh, with Sanders. With with Sanders, at least, he is so far to the left that he is grabbing people's attention, and he is coming up with these radical ideas that are energizing people. They really are. Uh, Clinton Clinton feels like the establishment candidate where it's going to be more of Obama, whether whether or not she wants to admit it. But O'Malley hasn't said anything that is going to grab people's attention. And that was obvious to me when I was watching. We couldn't focus on him. We kept talking over him. It just wasn't... It wasn't good for people that have already decided their vote. That's that's true. And I think, you know, he's... He doesn't come off as anything different. You know, he's coming off as, frankly, a little bit of a generic Democratic candidate. And... Which, if you're yeah, if this, you're this distrustful is... of Cl- uh, Clinton, but you don't want uh, someone as far to the left as Sanders, O'Malley would be your choice. It's like it, it's Absolutely. choosing between um, coffee, tea, and soda. Like if <laughs> if you want something that's mild and isn't going to give you uh, any sort of indigestion, you go with the tea. Yeah, um, and I think that might benefit him. You know, if we don't, I mean, this is this is speculating. This it is, is. kind of like if when. I mean, we would have to see quite a big event or quite a big controversy or something like that come up to see uh, Martin O'Malley kind of go up in the polls. Yeah, and the the, the, the tragedy of it is um, when I was watching the first debate, uh, I saw saw how all the candidates were doing and I had something to complain about all of them. But since O'Malley didn't make any waves, I thought he won the first one. If I knew if I knew absolutely nothing about how I the think... candidates were standing in the polls, I would have thought O'Malley won just out of not being insane. I think I think I actually had a similar. I I watched with um, 
my girlfriend Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. She's not here. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but uh, she, we, we, we kind of discussed that. You know, he he came off at least in terms of uh, you know the points and the topics. Uh, he, you know, he came off strongest. He his main crutch was that he was going against Hillary, who exceeded her expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, people expected her, her to kind of flounder, kind of like the eight debates, and that didn't happen. And so I kind of handed her the media victory. At oh least. God, no! She was after eight. She uh, wasn't going to let that happen again. But yeah, more, exactly. she was incredibly more fair. on Hillary. Uh, let Let's talk about her next. Um, she, I can't believe I'm I'm saying this first, but every time I see her in uh the I I wonder what she is wearing i always think she's ready to do karate <laughs> really it's it's Let it's like a modified suit with the with the longer tunic and i'm like she looks like she's going to bow and do some chops she she saw the incident where um bush had a, a shoe thrown at his head and, he, and she was thinking i'm not going to be that person <laughs> i'm not going to be unprepared uh <sighs> She comes off like a grandma sometimes. Well, you can see it sometimes now. Um, you 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 can see it in the face at least. She's but to be fair, there's no fresh face candidate. I, I I think O'Malley is the youngest out of all of them. But considering Sanders is like pushing eighty, and Hillary I believe is uh close to yeah. seventy. It's it's weird to it, realize it, that it, it is. Yeah, o- O'Malley. I'm just looking. I don't know how old they are, but um, knowing. Just looking at this picture of them that I have in front of me from NPR, if if, if O'Malley isn't the youngest, then then something's definitely wrong in either. <laughs> in, in either one of that or plans. he either that or he ages beautifully. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I guess you know that's that's also. <laughs> but it, I I don't want to I don't want to make this a superficial thing about Clinton. I do have my gripes as far as what she's been saying, and she hasn't been saying anything different, but. It's the case of what she, it's it, it's the case of what she isn't saying that's new, uh, or at least like changing what she said before. Um, in the first Democratic debate, she caught a lot of flack for um, saying uh, Anderson Cooper said you were uh, representing Wall Street in Congress, and then the financial crash happened. Um, what, 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 what's your take on that? What's your position on that? And she said basically the same thing to Rachel Maddow. She said, she I, I went over to Wall Street and I told them to stop it. I told them to cut it out. <laughs> Which is not a strong answer. It, I, I don't know why... No. I don't know why people think that is something in her favor. It's either they straight up ignored her, or she's just telling us that now and colluded with their interests. I mean, it's a safe answer, is what it is. You know, it did happen. If it did so- happen. So there's no way to yeah. there's no way to say of well, I did everything I could, but they did it without me. It's like, well, it happened under your watch, uh, as far as senator is concerned. So we can't we can't fault you for saying you made it happen, but we certainly can't say you did everything to stop it. Right. Um, but I guess the question is, are the people going to recognize this? I think people see um, Wall and... Street as its own political entity at this point. As much as it is a powerhouse for New York <laughs> and New York City, there is little way to regulate it as far as getting them to stop doing dangerous practices. So one exactly. senator I mean, being in it... charge of that is a bit much to ask, but it is still your responsibility. Exactly. 
Well, and it well it reminds me of uh, you know every so often on on Reddit you'll see a, a thread that's like, hey, this country's putting their bankers in jail. Why don't we do the same? Yeah, and, the thing with Iceland. I mean, at, at, yeah, it's like, but at the time that the financial crisis happened, they didn't. They just they did things that were scummy and crappy, but nothing that was like, well, not nothing, but almost nothing that was really illegal. It was things that we allowed as, you know, as a nation, as, a, as you know... Well, because we didn't... With our laws. We didn't happen. have a precedent for that, so there was no way to say exactly. they need to go to jail for it. Right, exactly. And so, I mean, Hillary going over to them and saying, you know, cut it out, I mean, that's, that's really all she could do. It's very true. I guess, I mean, beyond, you know, introducing you know, a slew of bills that were being introduced... Or reinstating Glass-Steagall. Yeah, um, but that was but repealed so, for a reason. Reasons which I'm not well equipped enough to elucidate on. I still think it should come back. It, yeah, it was. It was basically just that it was limiting to some financial institutions, and therefore, you know, well, I'm sure that I'm sure it, that's the like, congressional like, answer. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. It's it's it, there 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 was not as much money flow as there could be, and they decided to change that. Um, and but it's it's. Her her generic answer is safe. It's not something that she's not giving hard facts, so there's no hard facts to call her on. Well, she's she saying that she went over and well, she knows that she can't make weight. She knows she is in the lead by a safe-ish right. margin. There were times in Iowa and New Hampshire polls that uh, Sanders was coming ahead, but as far as in the South, she is. And, and sp- instead of those two states, she is in the lead everywhere else. Yeah, exactly. She knows I mean, that. I'm, I'm looking at the the last what five last five polls average put her at 22 points ahead of uh, Sanders, and that's yeah. That's she insane. knows she has the minority <laughs> that's, vote, that's, that's, and she knows she is uh, at least she is banking on winning uh, winning the women vote. Exactly, and I think I mean that's safe. We don't have, especially we don't have a woman in the race this early. I mean, it's, or another woman in the race. Well, you know, we do have Fiorina. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah, but especially for the, the for the primary, I guess at least you know she's going to be able to to bank yeah, off that. Um, I mean, if, if and 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 she's banking on, I think you know beyond the first two states, which you know admittedly are important. You know, she's got South Carolina all but locked up because she has you know was like eighty or ninety percent of the minority vote, and that's largely who turns out for those type of things. Yeah, well, there was uh, at least in South Carolina, there was the so. personal question that. Um, definitely did highlight a lot of things that I have been thinking as far as her connection with Arkansas. Uh, it was, and a lot of people might have, like, not pick up on this, but it was the hush puppy question. Because it, it's it's sort of like, what do you call a soft drink, depending on your nation? You either call it soda, you call it pop, you call it coke. <laughs> and she answered, she even answered that in a safe way. That that is remarkable. It it it's either a yeah. fried I, fried ball of corn dough, uh, a shoe, or a dog. And she goes, "Oh, I eat <laughs> hush puppies in my hush puppies." Yeah, I'm like, for Christ's sake, pick a side, please. <laughs> <laughs> she she's in first. She doesn't need to. I mean, I there was there was always the ah. A few months ago, there was the conspiracy theory that, that uh, the reason the DNC is not having too many debates is because they want Hillary to win and that the debates benefit other candidates. Oh, I, mean, I, I can that, subscribe to you know, that, that theory. Yeah, I, I, can, I can dig that. 
And I mean, Hillary in that position, she's not going to open herself up to any sort of... Dividing. Like, she doesn't have to. Why Exactly. Why should we? I mean, we saw Mitt Romney kind of, you know, just kind of lambasted with complaints and issues because of his binders full of woman comics. And, you know, I mean, on the surface, it's not like a terrible, like, it's, it's a terrible way to say something, but I mean... The, the motivation w- wasn't... It wasn't in yeah. the right place. But at, at least identifying... W- you have you have the Southern vote, and you have... I'm, I'm almost certain that she's going to win the New York vote. Like, you don't, you don't represent uh, oh, yeah. a constituency like that and have them turn around and... I mean, she didn't do anything terrible, but knowing her, the thing of it is she... Lived in Arkansas. She she did all of it. She grew up there, based, uh, politically speaking. And then she, the second mm-hmm. there wasn't a seat open in New York, she ran for that. She moved up here and ran for that. So uh, mm-hmm. using using carpetbagger. Yeah, using using reconstruction terms. It's a carpetbagger. <laughs> yeah. So like I, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised she doesn't get more flack for that. Honestly, just in and of itself. I think she might have. Got, the thing of it is, I think she may have already gotten. That sort of criticism when she was running for the seat. So since okay. since she yeah. became uh, Secretary of State, uh, I, I guess political like state lines don't really matter as much. But it's still something to look out for when she's. She showed that she was more than. Yeah, I'd say she's more. She sees herself yeah, she, as an American she... citizen rather than a resident of a state. Right. I think there is criticism that the other candidates could lay on her along the lines of, you know, she's just a political opportunist and that's all she's going for. Well, I think Anderson but, Cooper asked that. I mean, she, she, yeah. And, I, and, I, but, you know, she's kind of proven herself for lack of a better term. She, she you know, when, even back, uh, when she, when she was picked by her husband for, you know, a major role, people were like, oh, she, you know, just being chosen because she's his wife. Um, and, and she kind of, at, at each stage, she proved that she's more than just a figurehead; that she can do things. Yeah. So. Well, okay. Um, as far as other, oh, she's got, she's got some things going for her, certainly. Yeah, well, she does. She does, and I'm. I don't think anyone's going to take that away from her. She has the experience. She has credentials. Um, I don't. I. Depending on how much you want to dissect that, you could find something to criticize. It's it's sort of like how uh, O'Malley is. A former governor, and she's been just representative of some people. Right. Yeah. Uh, but as far as other questions are concerned, which I, I do want... I, I thought Rachel was going to hammer her down on this, the same way that Anderson Cooper didn't let people off the hook for not answering questions. There was another one, and it was basically <laughs> what people were thinking. Uh, <laughs> if you had to choose someone uh, on the Republican side to be your vice president, your running mate, who would it be? And <laughs> she found a way to just worm her way out of it. Now, I know I know yeah, it's not I... uh I know it's not a major concern as far as like, oh, well she didn't answer this or she flip-flopped on that. She just refused to answer, which was it was a right. responsible decision, but it's still like in the spirit of the question. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it's it kind of goes back to she's not going to say anything against herself but i think we also have to kind of look at the the network here this is this is msnbc they you know might have a slant on this <laughs> they might have their own uh reasons for not crossing hillary clinton um i guess 
you know, the easiest way to say it. They're, they're not looking to put any of these candidates in a bad light, you know, come national. Well, I, I, I suppose that would be, they're given that uh, protection for Hillary. Being, uh, yeah. She is, she is the popular choice. Uh, and the network isn't going to alienate themselves from further coverage just because they had to like lock her down with an answer. But I do like that the moderators so far have at least been stricter when it comes to answers, whereas like the Republicans were able to walk over the moderators in the last debate. <laughs> right. So, well, you see, Anderson Cooper did all the debates. That's it. Yeah, I, I would. Well, I, <laughs> the thing of it is, what made it strong, what made uh, the forum uh, informative and the debate strong, was the fact that it was one person asking questions. Yes. I and they are already 100%. respected. Uh, well, not not to say that anyone from Fox wasn't respected, but they are. They have made names for themselves in journalism. Exactly. So I don't yes. know. I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I, I, go ahead. I, I think uh, <laughs> I think that the uh, when when you have too many people on on the mo- you know in the moderators' chairs, I guess you you kind of end up with the problem of, you know, am I, am I asking the question? Are you responding? Um, you know, are, are we together going to allow this? Or one of, you know, it, it, people were stepping on each other's toes when we saw that happening. Mm-hmm. And so having the one person up there is, at the very least, you know, the candidates know who they're directing their attention to. And there's one person in control that can make the ultimate decision at any time to shut someone down or let someone It speak. is more authoritative and in that, that sense. Was, exactly. Yep. Uh, final thing on Clinton, which is a segue to the last candidate. Um, the big thing about getting the forum in South Carolina was to get minority voters as well as Democratic voters, which are fewer in that in those states and area, uh, motivated, energized, and uh, aware of who the candidates are. So a big thing for Sanders is name recognition, which Clinton already has. She's a household name. Oh, certainly. So, I mean, that, that comes with having your uh, husband be, you know, president. Every oh, time. of course, and being Secretary of State isn't uh, something to scoff at either. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. The, absolutely. So what Sanders needs is to get the minority vote on his side, and that's that's everyone because he's already big with white voters. He just needs a push in every other direction. Absolutely, and I mean, when it comes to the the primary, I mean, uh, you know. Minorities come out in force. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's probably the pl- place that right now in our society they have the most say, uh, frankly. And so you know, I mean, that's awesome in and of itself. But it, it's also to say that if all these candidates, if they want to get there, it, it shows that they kind of have to play their hand. Uh, mm-hmm. They have to play their hand in South Carolina and show what they're going to do, not just for America, but for disadvantaged peoples. Agreed. Agreed. So the thing about the the weird paradigm that we have here is that Sanders already has a proven track record with civil rights. Uh, he he has stated numerous times that he was uh, there in the Million Man, uh, million man March on Washington, D.C. He has wor- uh, carried out the will of MLK, and he has uh, done experience with sit-ins, uh, a lot of things. He was alive during that time, and he was already politically active. Yes. However... <laughs> That has not gotten across to people, and I don't think it speaks as much volumes as he's intending it uh, to be. 
It's not speaking right. as loudly as he wants. It's all well and good to say you were ahead of the curve and you were progressive during that time too. But the fact that it happened in the past might not be working as well because Hillary Clinton was also given questions as far as uh, blacks, African Americans, uh, whichever you want to call it, uh, and the minority vote as well. And she was given more emotional uh, fielded answers and questions. So right. the weird uh, paradigm is he already walks the walk with that, but Hillary may have gotten more, uh, her poll numbers with them may have been boosted more than him. It's a, it's a really weird thing, oh, right? Like, like, you know, and I mean, we, we could kind of go back and forth trying to figure out why we could talk about how, you know, people just forget over the course of, you know, 30, 40 years. Well, but but when it comes down to it, that you know, we still have this question that kind of remains unanswered as to, you know, why is Bernie not not shining through with his record when he does talk about it quite mm-hmm. a bit, you know, and Hillary who doesn't very very much talk about it is you know getting a lot of credit, and you know they're they're both very progressive in that in that sense, but there's still something odd here. Well, I get the feeling uh, I get the feeling that. Um... They wanted Hillary in in 08, but if we were going with racially biased voting, uh, Obama snagged that, and they were thinking, well, we'll vote for him now, but we want Hillary in next time she's available to run. That's my tinfoil hat. That's fair. That, that's, a, that's a neat one. I like it. Because she uh, is, she is still a very tinfoil. solid candidate. Yeah. It's just, you know, well... Yes. No, I... He was there. <laughs> yeah. My, my my tinfoil hat has to do more with uh, time period. I mean, Sa- Sanders can can cite how you know he was there at the beginning. He's always been a proponent. Um, but Hillary's got you know she she's got recency. You know she she was the Secretary of State under a black president. She was you know ahead. She she ran against him in the primary. She you know has been outspoken more recently. I guess at least in a little bit of a way. And I think I think. I guess this is the old, this is the tinfoil hat on top of the tinfoil hat. People do remember Bill, and I think they remember the good things under his presidency, and are looking kind of to see more of the same under Hillary. Yeah, well, I don't think I, I I think the fact that well, supporting MLK is not the end all be all in politics. Uh, we we he was already on the right side of history, so any politician worth their salt would not say anything bad about him. Even if it turned out right. that he may have been a horrible person, like MLK still is. It's just not politically the golden correct to do that when anymore. it comes to. Uh, he is still the golden standard when it comes to civil rights. However, yes, that was then. This is now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's it's like it, I, I'm just imagining what an election would have looked like maybe you know 70 years ago with people saying you know oh yeah I, I was always against slavery. It's like well. <laughs> Well, you good know, for you to say that now. That's great. You know, we're all <laughs> against slavery now. We kind of got that one down. Um, you yeah, know, I a think lo- there's well, a lot. There's different issues now. That's actually a, a theme when it comes to Sanders. Um, he he has the record to speak for it when it comes to his Senate votes. However, um, it's it's all well and good to say, well, I was against this, which we're already we're already uh, voted on it. Oh, I was already in favor of this and. Years later, it's come into action. Like, it's all well and good, but you have to prove what you can do for people, like, now. 
You know what I mean? Right. And and I mean he's he he seems I don't want to say he seems stuck in the past because he is very progressive. He's you know the progressive candidate that they're running. Which but I, I he, think about that is uh, <laughs> I, is Hillary trying to brand herself as the progressive candidate? I don't know. I, I think I think I, she's I waiting. Honestly, I think she's I think she's honestly right now trying trying to wait this out. I think that she <laughs> recognizes that the that the the little she says could hurt her, and she the less she says the better. And so if she can come out of this with without a stigma of being too progressive or too not, then she can kind of position herself for the national however she wants. I think that she maybe I mean she's she's certainly. You know, acting more progressive now. There's a credible threat to her nomination. Well, she, I think people can make the stance that uh, since uh, Sanders was gaining ground for taking a stand and being the progressive candidate, she has uh, adopted those policies. So she wants to seem. And why yeah, not? I mean, it's it's already it's already exciting people, but I I think Sanders needs to harp on the fact that he said it first, and he's not saying these things just to get people excited. Or to bring people over to another side. That's right. that is his major he, problem. I think he needs to try to translate this into how he plans to kind of continue the the the, the quest for all human rights, as as you might right. call it. You know, for civil rights, he's he's yeah. Back to the civil. He said rights. a lot about what he's done. Back to the civil rights. Yeah, he said yeah. a lot about. Uh, yeah. He's go ahead. <laughs> I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, he, he says a lot about what he what he's done, and like less that what he's you know he's been on the right side of history. He doesn't say how he's going to use that to kind of build momentum. You know, uh, exactly how he's going to bring about new civil rights in in the modern age. Yeah, well, you could see you uh, could see the divide between him and Clinton uh, because both of them have had rallies interrupted by Black Lives Matter. Uh, and he was yes. the first one. Uh, they took the stage, and he just kind of gave up. And I think ever since then, he has adopted this position of, well, Black Lives Matter. Not not all lives matter because, well, that's that's the egalitarian view of it. But Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter uh, because he has the civil rights uh, history, and I think he, I think he's of the mind that that's what we have to focus on now. But I I am of the mind that he. Would not be that way if Black Lives Matter never interrupted his rally. Whereas with Hillary, she knows that they are a political force to be reckoned with, and they were not able to take over her rally. They they made a fuss, but they were not able to silence mm. her. Right. Well, it's it's kind of counterintuitive. No, you know, the, you, you, that group think... is very counterintuitive to at least interrupt either of them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think, exactly. any, I don't think and, uh, anyone was on their side after that saying, yeah, you did the right thing. You're, you're supposed to try and understand which candidate is supposed to be the best. Which, right. if they've interrupted Clinton and Sanders, are they trying to say that O'Malley is on their side? <laughs> I think I think they're, they're going more for the fact that no one's on their side. Or I, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's I like, I, I want to be able to say that I have a guess or that I have, you know, anything for that, but... I want to know what their end game is. The fact of the matter is... Yeah, I don't know, and I don't know how uh, the minority community is is taking this. I don't know if everyone's lo- looking at uh, the Black Lives Matter or Black Black Lives Matter um, committee, the the group. I don't know if they're looking at this and saying, "Oh, this is you know a little extreme to be taking over a Bernie rally," or if they're all for it. 
Um, because it's just you know I don't fall into that community. I'm not I'm not gonna guess because I, I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. Um, and so uh, you know it, it could it could end up being something that's big. You know if if the fact that they they were able to take over a rally is big for their cause, you know, but is, is that is that gonna help them out? I mean, in the, I don't think so. I don't I, think, I think so either. I think, I think you know, interrupting the rally of the, the candidates, or trying to interrupt the rally of the candidates that can help you. Uh, let's be frank: the Republicans aren't exactly uh, first in line to be helping Pretty minority much. communities. Um, I don't think it's smart, um, but I don't know what the people really think about that. I mean, this is my opinion. I don't know what you know. I, I don't know if people think that this is smart. Then, mm. so. okay, uh, more things with Sanders. Uh, a big thing post first debate was uh, he was slammed for having a differing opinion on gun control, and he defended that by uh, saying that he was representing a rural constituency, and he a big takeaway from that was the soundbite, we need to stop shouting about guns, which Hillary, for lack of a better word, morphed into a sexist complaint, saying that uh, I've been told I need to stop shouting. And he was quick to correct himself, saying, well, some of the other candidates may have taken what I've said. We all need to collectively stop shouting about it. It's going to be interesting to see if this is going to be the topic that uh, cost him the nomination. That would be that, that would be terribly ironic, first yeah, of all. Yeah, I know, right? Um it would be, but he's 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 one he's calling for a more sensible discussion about it, which I, mm-hmm. I I'm in favor of honestly because you're not going to get anything uh, from going to the extreme either no guns or more guns. You're not going to get anything out of that, right? But I think Hillary has has the opportunity here to you know say to to her constituents, which is you know the entirety of the Democratic Party, hey, look, I can have progressive ideas too. I can be, you know, she's, she's trying to say, hey, I, I'm i not wishy-washy on this like Sanders might be. And it's her one topic to really be able to, to you know, hit out of the park if she really wants but to. It, and I think but, more than her, I think... But her, with that, she's she would be drawing attention to herself as the wishy-washy candidate. Yeah, it is. No one, <laughs> I mean, no one, the thing of it is, uh, she started to play dirty while taking that quote and using it as a way to call him sexist. Bernie, I think, has tried to write... I, I think he's starting to come out of his shell. He's tried to rise above it and say, I'm going to run a clean campaign, but that's not what mm. wins an election, dude. No. He's been, he has been <laughs> very think... quick to call uh, Republicans cowards, which that's a big thing, but I'll, I'll get to that. But as far as, but before he's able to do that, he has to take down Hillary first. Yeah, and I think he's... He has ammunition. Right he's he, just wants, he just has to be wanting to use it. Yeah, if he, I mean, I can't think of any candidate who's run a clean campaign and won, yeah. <laughs> um, at least in recent memory. But it's you know, and and the thing is, he's he's threatening to, or he he's on the verge of falling into you know a campaign where he's always apologizing. Yep. Um, and and that's exactly what the Clinton campaign wants. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see what what you know they do with that. Because well, because it's, when it's you're in a campaign Hillary... for apo- yeah, when you're in a campaign for apologizing, you're not making any progress. No, but exactly. at least he hasn't I been apologetic exa- about his views. I think he has been uh, sorry about maybe being misunderstood. Right. But I think that's, but he's been I very mean, clear about what he wants so far, and a lot of the forum has. Uh, 
it, it I wouldn't say it devolved, but I think it kind of became more of the same sound bites that we've come to expect from him. Yeah. Exactly. I think there's nothing new. There's nothing more genuine. It's you know, the billionaires and the corporations over and the Republicans now. Uh, he was able to yeah, take a good um, swipe at them because of the voting rights. Yeah, which that that is a big he, thing. Uh, that's a big the result that came out of that. Uh, calling for 100% voter registration. I that's that's a new idea that came out of that, and I gotta say, I'm happy that was uh, able to come to light. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what we well, so that's what we all think we want. At least I'm sure that some Republicans would. disagree. Oh, of course. Some people on my side side of the aisle would disagree. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, it, it it's it's a conversation that I think we do, that we should have about you know the fact that we only have like what seventy percent voter registration and not half of or half of them show up or something like that to most elections. Yeah. Um. You know, it, it opens the door to new conversations about mandatory registration, for example, or getting, you know, getting rid of registration in and of itself and just, you know, showing up to the polls compulsory. assuming you are already registered. Yeah. Either compulsory yeah. or, you know, when you get your driver's license, that's how you sign up. It's just a thing. You're done. Mm-hmm. Well, I would... I, yeah. um, it opens up... It's it's a nice idea, a and I think it falls into uh, the theme of things that he has been wanting. Where I'm not going to say they're lofty goals, but they are definitely well radical. Yeah, certainly. I mean, that might be what he's trying to play into. Well, you know, when when you're on when you're on the defense, or when you're when the radical things you're proposing are becoming sound bites, you might need to come up with something a little different. You might need to come up with something that's more. Either more radical or just different from what people have been hearing. Something to grab the headlines for, for me. And for that uh, exactly came through for the voter rights. So I think he came out golden in this, especially uh, <laughs> the fact that he joined the uh, MSNBC crew afterwards uh, with their little post uh, post discussion game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's just like, oh, by the way, we have uh, one of the candidates here, Senator Clinton, uh, Senator Sanders. Like, pfft. Wow, did not expect yeah. that. He's he's trying to he's trying to be a little bit more personable too. And I think, you know, I think maybe as we go in closer to the primaries we might see more of that because well, when it does come down it is, to it. Uh, he, he's not a person he doesn't seem like a personable guy, which he did touch upon with one of the questions. Uh he he's aware of the fact yes. that people think he's grumpy. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh and and he seems you know, he doesn't seem apologetic for it. He seems like you know he's gonna just keep pushing policy, and yeah, you know, I think he I think he's relying on on voters to kind of see that and to look past the grumpy side of him. Um, I don't know if that's a good strategy, but well, that's, it is one. well, that's a discussion that I think also needs to happen. Do we want a personable president or do we want one that needs to get things done? Because we've already seen Trump and Hillary right. Clinton on SNL. I don't see Bernie Sanders doing that. <laughs> and with good reason. He, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would crack jokes about that. No, he, he, he would interrupt mid-joke with, with like, you know... A, uh, um, by the way, that, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah, like... He, yeah, he's... so I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's also... I, I think, I don't know if we're at that point in society yet where we can focus on issues to be totally... But the thing uh, of it is, Obama, you know, Obama kind of set right, that, right uh... 
Obama set that standard of being a president of the people, or at least being a semi-entertaining president. And I think that was inevitable in a world of social media and entertainment. There was nothing but going along with that. He 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 has vines. He went on. Uh, did he? Go, he right. went on uh, between but two ferns with Zach Galifianakis. Like really, a president? Exactly. Oh. Yeah, he's. But he's by doing that, he's proven he's you know not only a people uh, people president, but he's you know he's personable. Yeah, it's the kind of it's, it's the JFK versus Nixon debate mm-hmm. thing, where it's you know I mean Bernie may have the more solidified points and the plans, and but if he's not personable, he loses a large chunk of the electorate that's just looking to see who's you know the easiest to have a beer with or or have a dinner yeah, with. Which you gotta you gotta figure your own metric on if you want that as a president. <laughs> Do you want exactly. to have a beer with this guy, or do you just trust him with leading the nation? <laughs> Quite a question. <laughs> not loaded uh, or that, anything. That, that could be uh, the lead-in, you know. No, of course not. The next forum, if they have one? <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. I could see that as being like a, an exit poll uh, question. Did you vote for uh, the leader of the free world based on uh, if you could see di- have dinner with them or their policies? <laughs> <laughs> that could be fun. All right, uh, let's. Shall we get into the Republicans? Just kind of clean yeah, up I mean, with that. Yeah, sure. I have the numbers somewhere over okay. here. Okay. Uh, so big news as far as the next debate that's going to be happening on Tuesday, November tenth. There will be new. Uh, there will be new participants in the little card uh, debate, and that would be <laughs> Governor Chris Christie. And yeah, the Little Leagues, Chris Christie and Mike Huckabee. <laughs> they have finally dropped so much in uh, public polls that they are finally among the ranks of Rick Santorum and Bobby Jindal. Which, yes, holy indeed. crap, I that's that's got to be a blow to the ego. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, can, can, I mean, for... for... For for Huckabee, less so, but for Christie, who's the charismatic madman, well, Chr- um, love him, but like you know, well, Christie Christie tried to set himself apart in the last debate by trying to make himself a little more louder and well known, uh, and coming up with more, I, I guess, no, just a louder voice. I don't think he was coming up with anything new. Just uh, <laughs> he kind of jumped on the bandwagon with attacking the moderators. Huckabee, on the other right. hand, uh, he's always been sort of on the lower side, so it's no real surprise to me. But I, I just kind of wish the guy would just drop out. Seriously. Yeah, Huckabee, I'm, I'm very glad to see not in the main debate because, you know, oh. we, we usually kind of... We'll, we'll go to him yeah. and he'll be like, you know, what about... The, you know, he'll be flailing his arms about doing his jazz hands and not really saying anything. Yeah. Christy, Christy I am going to mourn the loss of a little bit. He was entertaining, at least. His, yeah, he had a little pizzazz to him. He kept, uh, he kept things interesting. Huckabee less so. Yeah. Um, Let's see, but I mean, th- right now, from the average of the last four polls, you know, they are polling, you know, the lowest of the ten anyway. So as it would turn out, it just kind of works out that way. Paul was so close to being in that in that uh, in that bunch too. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was actually surprised that Rand. Uh, Rand Paul wasn't going to be uh, bumped down to the little card. Huh? It looks like he's very close. He's the next one. I thought he was at the bottom of every poll, like, consistently. Let me take a look. It looks like he... Or was was he really just doing just well enough? uh, What is this? 
The last hole he managed to jump a little bit. What's that? Hmm. Okay, uh, who else, who else, who else? Uh, let's see. Fiorina is just doing as well as ever, I guess. She's, she's just doing her. Yeah, she's yeah. just doing she's her thing. A, she's got a consistent three percentage points in the last, uh, four polls, leading to an average of three, as you might imagine. Let's see, uh, who's, who's up after that? <laughs> yeah, it's not really anything noteworthy with well, this week. Well, Kasich, who's in between. He didn't get a... Yeah. Wait, so who again? Sorry, you're breaking up a bit. I'm uh, uh, oh, sorry. I was saying uh, Kasich. Oh, Kasich. Is someone else who can? He didn't get a bump. He didn't. I'm 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 very upset about well, that. Well, uh, for crying um, out loud, you can't just you know be you can't just try and shout and then expect that to get you more numbers. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I I guess what I'm looking at is I'm looking at some of the more recent polls where Trump and Carson are still neck and neck, and looking at the last debate where that, that they didn't do anything. Yeah. So. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, they, they did compete with the World Series, and it was, yeah. you know, uh, that kind see. of thing. Yeah, Kasich, whatever, uh, Cruz. I, I I don't think Cruz has done anything noteworthy as well. I think people are looking for a, a Trump Cruz ticket, you know? <laughs> That'd be quite a uh, ticket, Cruz to victory. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cruz is actually doing all right. Cruz yeah, has Cruz got is doing fine. 10, 10 average points. Bush even got a little bit of a bump. Yeah. He's at five point five, uh, which is funny to think that that's a bump. Yeah, um, no. I, I, the thing of it is, Bush. I, I've been. I said. The, I said this before. I'll say it again. He's going to be in it to the end, um, despite mm-hmm. the fact that he already he had a failed uh, Twitter campaign with Jeb can fix it. I don't think anyone <laughs> took the bait on that one. It's it's the uh, social media is not his playground. No, not not being a Bush. <laughs> he, he's you know, he doesn't have. As wild support as he has haters, uh, as they would call yeah. him. Yeah, he's still going to be in it to the end. I I want to call it with him, but he just still has that persistent heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. What's the what's the format after this? Do they start uh, dwindling down the numbers of people in the top level? I don't know. I, I, they might. They might. Um, they might start doing away with the uh, little card and uh, keep bumping up the requirements to be in the debate. I hope so. That would be very nice. Well, uh, the, the reason um, that we started the show was because I thought there were too many Republican candidates on the stage to begin with. <laughs> so the fact that they were uh, they bumped down two is already answering my prayers. Yeah. Well, with any luck, the fact that we have bumped down two will, you know, m- much as I would like to see Christie in the race. Um, I, I think it would be, you know, these candidates in in, in little league, they're not going to get any recognition. They're not going to be bumped. No, up. they're not. It, it's um, it's only... it's a uh, it's a nursing home in in essence. Yeah, I mean, you have uh, Pataki, Graham, and Jindal all polling at exactly zero. Um, or well, no, no, Jindal has point seven actually left. I think didn't Pataki drop out? I know Lindsey Graham did. Graham did. Let me check Pataki. Yeah. Rubio, on the other hand, I don't think has done anything uh, noteworthy yet. So we're gonna ha- we're gonna he, have to see when it comes yeah. to the debate. Yeah, he's I mean, he's polling well. He's he's in consistent uh, he's third place, Cruz. which is a very yeah, safe position is... for him because I think once well, well we'll get to we'll get to Carson in a second, but I think once people uh, start to like buckle down and get serious, they're gonna be like, okay, who can actually lead us? Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, Trump. Yeah. Trump. He just hosted SNL. 
uh, a whole, there was a whole uh, potential scandal with that where there was a uh, Deport America. Was that it? It, it, it <laughs> something like it, it, it was. There was some. There was a civil rights group that uh, was offering a bounty for Trump. Uh, to, for someone to call out and say Trump is a racist, and I think the first person to do that would get $5,000 from them. Uh, thankfully, mm. the SNL crew made sure that didn't happen, save for Larry David calling Trump a racist. Claiming his prize, I'm, I, I assume, right? <laughs> so that that went off without a hitch. I don't think people you know, really cared for Trump on SNL, but good thing he didn't ride that success and he's back on the campaign trail. It it, it, mm-hmm. it was a fun thing for him to do. So I don't think yeah. he needs more I mean, name it, it, recognition. It no, but it benefits him to show him potentially a little bit, you know, personable. Is he um, anything but personable? I don't know. I think a lot of I think a lot of Americans see him as kind a of businessman. Like, uh, you know, the next yeah, the, well, the next dictator of the United States. Well, uh, give it time. And yeah, well, uh, that, that's that's something in itself. But I think uh, you know he. He has the ability to. Sh- I mean, he has his, his record down. He's got you know his talking points of that. I think now, you know, especially as we get closer to the <clears throat> to the primary and eventually the national and Super Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. I think I think him showing that he's you know actually a human being with feelings and emotions would help him. Well, I, I think I think he's running on the platform that he is a businessman. He doesn't want any bullshit with that, and he's not going to be PC about it. Right. So uh, well, that's, see, that's drawn him, in right? people. He that someone wants a they want a candidate that talks straight, and I guess he does. Yeah, and it looks like it looks like we're getting to a point where you know a lot of these candidates have that one strategy they're honing in on because for some of them it's working, for some of them it's their last chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump and Carson kind of going for the the outsider type thing. Yeah, uh, you have O'Malley going for the I'm not either of them. If something goes wrong, I'm the best second. Second chance. Um, you know, you, you have. I, I guess. I guess Rubio is kind of coming up there as just being charismatic. Yeah. Um, even though he doesn't really have a sense. Well, of humor. he sounds rehearsed. Cruz That's is the go- thing. Yeah. Um, Bush has been doing his strategy of just trying to be like his brother. Yeah, which uh, I, is for he, better is for he worse. Trying to hide that now. Let's be real. I don't know. He it's, kept it's, he he came off he came off saying I'm not my brother, I'm not my father and it's that's that hasn't been proving to be true. Right. He's he's kind of proven that he's just Exactly like them. Another yeah, another bush. Yeah. I mean, that's not necessarily a It's bad not thing. a bad thing if you yeah, liked I mean, them. But the <laughs> exactly. the American public I think I, is speaking like hard on that one. Yeah. And I, and I think too few people remember uh remember George George H.W. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, he had a fairly, you know, well-off presidency until the end, and, you know, of his presidency. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't think... do uh, well that George H.W. just said something along the lines of George H. W. George W. wasn't a good president. Right, exactly. He's trying to protect his own legacy yeah. um, at the expense, potentially, of his son, which is... It, it's a bit dirty, but there's no real reason for that. Speaking of things that have no real reason... Why is Carson lying about his uh, memoirs? Can someone please explain that to me? What do you have? I don't what know. do you have to gain about saying, "Oh, I had a full scholarship to West Point and I didn't accept it"? What, what I don't do you know. have? I, he's a, he's a neurosurgeon. He doesn't need to play the. You know, 
I I is smart card. Yeah, he, yeah, he has it already. Well, he he did have it, and now that's being called into mm-hmm. question. Yeah. Well, I mean, we kind of we talked about this last time. We talked about how you know he's going to be the punching bag now because he's high in yeah. the polls. You know, and so part part of it is that you know he's getting called out because you know he's doing stupid stuff. Part of it is because there's a lot to call out that hasn't been done yet. Because why would you? Uh, the less he says, the better. He's not going to win over the Democrats <laughs> in a general election. He's he's really not now. With with his religious views no. and his very anti-science views, surprisingly, um, it's a it's a shame too because he had the potential to be like you know, a chess master, be very backhanded, and just wait for the other guy to screw up and then attack. And he's kind of given that up to try to be more of a mainstream candidate, and it's failing. Yeah. Well, he's he's already been he's already been characterized as the uh, slow, quiet one with his uh, candor, and I think that kind of broke when right. people when uh, he's started to lash out by saying Obama didn't get this kind of scrutiny, which was yeah. a, it was a bit heartbreaking to see because I as much as. As much as you don't want to be the guy to keep pressing into someone, like it, it, I remember with uh, a video game series where you were a lawyer, uh, there were there were defendants on the stand that were breaking down. You're talking about yes, Phoenix, I right? Am. There were defendants <laughs> on the stand that were breaking down, and the correct thing to do was to keep pressing them, even yeah. though you at times you might mm-hmm. have felt like a monster. So it, yeah. it, he has to hold up to the scrutiny, despite the fact maybe Obama wasn't being criticized as much but then again obama was a charismatic speaker to begin with right i'm i'm personally enjoying the fact that they're comparing themselves to uh the you know obama's presidency and this isn't the first time we've seen it where it's like you know obama's missed this many you know votes even it's like really you're gonna you're gonna try to compare yourself to the person you're largely running against yeah uh speaking of which he won so what's your concern (laughs) Exactly. What, where, where, where's your where's your gravity to that? Mm-hmm. I and, and and then the whole thing with the pyramids. Then the whole thing with the pyramids. <laughs> the grain the, silo, the, the, their grain storage. What? So now he's proven that he's anti-history. Like why? Why are you doing this? I think I think that you know, when we die, when we go to heaven, or wherever we go, and we we. You know, suddenly have all of the knowledge of the of the earth. I think that we're going to find potentially that every morning Ben Carson wakes up and you know he pops like three or four pills in his mouth and he doesn't really know what they are. <laughs> and I think when we get up to heaven, we're not going to be that surprised. <laughs> I think we're going to be like, nope, that makes oh sense. <laughs> Self prescribed, by the oh. way, because he is a doctor. Let's not forget. And the worst thing of it is, I don't think that's hurting him. I haven't heard a poll yet where Rubio is going to eclipse him. It's still no. neck and neck with Trump, so we'll have to see how that changes on Tuesday. Indeed. And, and we'll see. I mean, there's a lag in the polls. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't think there was an updated poll for the Democratic Forum, so we might have to just keep tracking that just on the side. Yeah, exactly. Although, if there has been one right now, uh, I, I would love to see it. Let me check. I don't I don't think well, there we'll do it. We'll do it on our earlier. own time. Until then, uh, you guys keep being political. We'll we'll be we'll be back next week uh, to discuss the Republican uh, debate. Yes, as we well will. as anything All that right. may have developed with the Democrats. Yep, and you're Dean, and I'm uh, Jay. Yes, you are. Signing All off. Right. Thanks for joining All us, right. guys. Like, comment, subscribe, nice. do all that crazy stuff.
Perfect. Bye. Thanks. Bye.